Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21. Thanks for joining us, and we are getting near the end of our our series in the Epistle of Jude. It's this episode 315 is our second to the last, and next time 316 will be our last episode in Jude. I've thoroughly enjoyed preparing these talks on Jude, and today we're going to be looking at what happens to false teachers. What's their end? What happens to false teachers who are polluting the church with with corrupting cancerous doctrine? And that's what we're going to look at today. But we're going to start with a command. Uh, It's Jude 17. St. Jude writes, but you must remember, beloved, and this verb is an imperative, which means it's a command. You, This is a command, beloved. You must remember the predictions of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ They said to you, in the last time, there will be scoffers following their own ungodly passions. In other words, the false teachers will get their way in, and the particular mark of them will be teaching some type of new, upgraded, updated sexual morality, which is really sexual immorality. And just a P.S., but in verse 18, when it says, in the last time, uh, that word in Greek is eschatos, which is the Greek word for last. And you've heard me say several times the word eschatology, and that strange English word comes from eschatos, uh, the study of last things. And so this is something we are commanded by St. Jude to remember what the apostles said, and we're not to be shocked. We're to actively remember there's going to be false teachers. Now, the last time in the New Testament, it runs from the first coming of Jesus until he comes again. This is the last time of world history, the last time of redemptive history, but when it says something's going to happen in the last time, because when the truth comes, there will be opposition to try to uh, derail what's going on. And this is a something that St. Jude saw could literally derail this young group of Catholics at, that were being invaded by these false teachers. So this all, even though it's going to characterize the whole history of the church, it will intensify as we get closer and closer to the end of the age. And we have such false teachers, just as Jude's is describing, right here in the United States. Uh, Germany is teeming with them. And so this isn't to be a surprise. We're just to remember that we were warned about this. So last episode, we began looking at the destiny of the false teachers. And in a sense, what we saw that what happened to the fallen angels described in Genesis 6 and 1st Enoch, what happened to them will happen to the false teachers. In other words, they're going to end up 
in the pit of gloom. They're going to have a disastrous end. They're going to wish they had never uh, engaged in the type of teaching they did. And so then we come to Jude verse 7. And remember, there were no verses uh, when Jude wrote Jude, okay? Maybe paragraphs, but there weren't verses. And Jude 7 is a continuation of what we saw in Jude 6 about the false teachers, their end being like the fallen angels of Genesis 6. So Jude 7 begins after a comma, just as Sodom and Gomorrah. In other words, remember how Jude likes triplets. Well, this is another uh, additional perspective of what's going to happen to the false teachers. And it says, just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which likewise acted immorally and indulged in unnatural lust, serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. In other words, Sodom and Gomorrah are warnings. They're exhibit A, not to do this. This is serious, serious stuff, the ultimate seriousness. And Jude is saying the burning, so to speak, of Sodom and Gomorrah is a prefiguring, it's a picture, it's a warning of the eternal fire which those who are posing as religious leaders and lead people into sexual immorality, this is what's going to happen to them. And it's very interesting that in in history, the fires that hit Sodom and Gomorrah were so intense that the church historian Josephus, he was writing from about, or living about A.D. 37 to A.D. 100, in his book, The Jewish War, he says, traces of the divine fire is yet to know and can see because there's shadows of the five cities. There's a conglomeration of five cities, Sodom, Gomorrah, and the surrounding cities, as well as ash. And the ancient uh, ancient world called the Dead Sea area where Sodom and Gomorrah was uh, the land of ash, and it's prefiguring the eternal fire. Now, it's interesting to me, in an age where false teachers, just like what was going on, uh, uh, saying that, you know, engaging in unnatural lust and sexual immorality is somehow okay, is coinciding with a generation has been taught that there's not going to be anybody or hardly anyone, maybe, uh, you know, Hitler and Stalin and maybe two or three others. Or if people do go to hell, it's not going to be eternal. And this is this is just craziness. I mean, my answer to all that is just read the New Testament. Just read the New Testament or just read the four Gospels. Like Jesus said in Matthew 25, 41, he will say to those at his left hand, depart from me you cursed into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. This is exactly what Jude is saying. And might I mention, um, the people at his left hand were saying, Lord, Lord. They were professing to follow Jesus. He says, beat it. You're going to go into the eternal fire. And it's interesting, back in the Old Testament, the Catholic Old Testament, the book of Sirach, 
also combines God's judgment on the giants, he wasn't going to forgive them, and God's judgments on Sodom and Gomorrah. In Sirach 16, it says, God was not propitiated for the ancient giants who revolted in their might. He did not spare the neighbors of Lot, whom he loathed on on account of their insolence. So here you have in Jude, you also have in 2 Peter, and you also have it in Sirach, that this combination of what happened to the fallen angels who had uh, basically violated God's created order, Sodom and Gomorrah, um, Sodomites who violated God's created order, are experiencing extreme judgment. And I'm not talking about somebody, you know, who's struggling with same-sex attraction, going to confession, working at the improvement in their life. I'm talking about those who are going wrong around and saying, this is perfectly okay. Um, no, these are the ones that Jude is talking about. And watch out, because they were made an example for us as we approach the end of times, when this stuff intensifies, we need and we are commanded to remember that we were warned that these type of teachings would come. Now, when we were in Peter, I mentioned this before, but it's worth mentioning again. You know, in um, the first nuclear explosion, which was on July 16, 1945 at 5.29 a.m. in New Mexico, the, the site for the first detonation of a nuclear weapon, the first one in the entire world, was codenamed Trinity. And those who, um, in fact, you used to be able to buy this stuff uh, uh, for souvenirs that they found in this area where the bomb went off, the sand was turned into a kind of um, uh, emerald-looking... Um, gemstone, and it was termed Trinitite. And it was created by the, they estimate, between the 11,000 to 18,000 degrees Fahrenheit that happened with the explosion of the atomic bomb. Now, I referenced the book, Discovering Sodom, by Stephen Collins. And by the way, a Dr. William, or Father William Fulco, Ph.D., um, puts his seal of approval on Stephen Collins's book, and he is the curator of the Pontifical Biblical Institute for more than 40 years for all this digging around going out in the Middle East. And basically, Stephen Collins, with a team from southwestern United States and one of the teams digging around what they thought was the site of Sodom and Gomorrah, found this green stuff. And everybody says, well, what's this? And the guy who had been (laughs) in New Mexico said, well, that looks like Trinitite. And they took it back. And sure enough, uh, it was something created by utterly intense heat. And remember, the Trinity site, again, was between 11,000 and 1,800 degrees. St. Jude, St. Peter, and Sirach is warning us that the eternal fire is not something to be messed with. This is serious stuff, and those who are teaching sexual immorality is okay and leading others to hell are going to experience God's eternal fire. And if you want to see another witness to this, 
Nature Magazine, which isn't a Christian magazine, but it's a September 2021 issue, and you can find it online. There's a free PDF about the whole exploration of this area, but there is an airburst over this area where Sodom and Gomorrah was one of the five cities that was a thousand times more powerful than the bomb, atomic bomb dropped in Hiroshima. So, you know, this is serious stuff. And then finally, Jude 11 says, woe to them. Remember, Jude doesn't hit just one punch. It's bam, bam, bam. He has these triplets. And he says in Jude 11, woe to them, for they perish in Korah's rebellion. And, you know, you're concerned, I'm concerned, because there seems to be a multiplication of clerical and lay teachers coming up with this false teaching that sexual immorality is somehow okay, don't even need to go to confession, this and that. And Jude finally comes up with, they're going to end up like those in Korah's rebellion. Now, what's Korah's rebellion? In case you haven't read number 16 recently, uh, Korah was leading a rebellion against God and his leadership, Moses. So Moses said, separate yourselves from Korah and all those with him. And as soon as Moses got done speaking, the ground underneath Korah and his companions split asunder, and the earth opened its mouth, swallowed them up with their households and all the men that belonged to him and all their goods. So they and all that belonged to them went down alive into Sheol, and the earth closed over them, and they perished. And the children of Israel started running away, screaming at the top of their lungs. And this is what Jude is saying, what will happen to those in any age of the church, particularly those towards the end of the age when this is intensifying, this is how they end up. Don't do it. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 315 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com.